0: James Clear, the writer of Atomic Habits, has a really interesting example. He talks about a plane that's leaving LA to go to New York City. But if the pilot leaving LAX adjusts the heading just 3.5 degrees south, that plane lands in Washington DC instead of New York. Such a small change is barely noticeable at the beginning, but when magnified across the entire US, you end up hundreds of miles apart. Welcome to the 35th episode of the Leader Rising Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Paul Carvanis. We're those who can't stop, won't stop. Life is good, we want more. We want to live life all out, leave it all out on the field. We want to strive, love, compete, succeed, play, chill, dream. We want to live. Sometimes life is about having less to be more, saying no to the good to make way for the great, and about manifesting your will and your dreams into reality. It's okay to demand the best of yourself because you are strong and you can handle it. We've got this. You've got this. We'll do this together, one step at a time, by dreaming big and living bigger. I've been journaling daily for quite a while now. It's been an amazing experience for me. I think it's really helped me level up who I am and, and how I appear in this world. Some interesting shit comes up for me while I journal. This was just a few days back. It had been a decent day, but I'd also played a few computer games. I felt like it was messing a little bit with me. I wasn't totally sure. I was debating whether to step back from them totally or whether there was a way to like have a balance in my life. I wasn't sure. And I'm journaling in the evening. So I journal in the morning and the evening. I've got these prompts that I've made. And they have the intention setting in the morning and the reflection in the evening. One of the prompts in the evening was the message my future self would have for me today. And I just started writing this. I said, it's okay to give up desserts. You don't need to eat them because others do or because you used to and you love them. If they aren't worth the cost, then they're not worth the cost. Computer games are desserts. So it was a really interesting example of reflection and it it put it into perspective for me because I actually really like my relationship with desserts right now. I don't need them. I engage in them sometimes, not others. And on rare occasions, I go overboard. And it really feels like an appropriate level of balance for desserts and so if computer games are my desserts it gives me a different perspective with which to view it and to think like okay well i wouldn't eat my dessert before i eat my meal so let me do my work before i'm playing my computer game that's just one little example james clear the writer of atomic habits has a really interesting example he talks about a plane that's leaving l.a to go to new york city But if the pilot leaving LAX adjusts the heading just 3.5 degrees south, that plane lands in Washington, D.C. instead of New York. Such a small change is barely noticeable at the beginning, but when magnified across the entire U.S., you end up hundreds of miles apart. I feel that journaling for me has become somewhat of the same thing. When I journal in the morning, I get a chance to adjust the nose of my airplane so that I end up where I want to be instead of 100 miles off. It's rescued many a day for me. Hell, even the day of the recording, this morning I'm sitting down journaling, and I'm like, oh man, my energy is shitty. And so I journal, and I'm at the end of it, I'm like, it's still not better. I can't record this podcast like this. I went for a walk, ran into a friend, got to chat, felt like I helped them, continued my walk, came back, and I'm feeling good. And I think it's reflected in my voice here. And I wouldn't have done that had I not been sitting down journaling and been aware of the energy I was bringing to the table. So look, what about journaling for you? I sort of think of it like coaching or therapy. Anyone will benefit from it. But whether it's worth the cost to you will sort of depend on the particulars of your life. That said, assuming you want to try it, I've got a few tips that I've picked up over a few years of doing it. One, try to do it first thing in the morning. The sooner you adjust the nose of your airplane, the less off course you'll be. And I also really like to do it in the evenings as a way of reflecting on the day. I was working with a client a little while back, and he was doing—he was wrapping up the reflection piece into the next morning. And I challenged him to try reflecting that night. You got to sit down morning and night instead of just morning. But he noticed that there was way more things that came to mind. He reflected way better on the day when he did it that day instead of the next day and stuck with it it was worth it to him. So for the morning, I suggest doing it as soon as you can. For the evening, I actually wouldn't leave it too late. If you're too sleepy by the time you sit down, it's not really as useful as if you did it a little bit earlier. One of the things I love to do with the journaling is to use it to start my wind down routine. I've had some issues sleeping, some issues falling asleep because my mind just races. It's like I hit the pillow and my mind lights up. I've got all these things to think about. And so having a routine to wind down really helps. And this is a great gate to enter that routine. So tip one, try to do it first thing. Tip two, try to do it at night before you get too sleepy. Tip three, use pen and paper. There's all sorts of studies out there that show that your mind works differently when you're using pen and paper versus typing. And it's been my experience. If you don't believe me, totally cool. Why don't you try both ways for a little bit and see how it works. Tip four, don't hold it too tightly. Don't worry about it that much. Just sit down and write what comes out. I have found that there's something about how fast my brain moves and how slow my pen writing is that actually helps in accessing the next layer below, the next level deeper of what's going on in my head and in my life. So that's actually a feature, not a bug. And I would note here too, that doing all this helps me sleep better. Having this little reflection, this brain dump uh, really does help. And some days, like last night, I go, I lay down, I'm like, oh boy, I was sleepy, but this ain't working. I got up and did another brain dump. Just sat there with a blank page and wrote for a while. And it's amazing what comes out. Actually, this podcast episode came out. This is where those tips came from. And what's amazing is that I did it in half the time last night than it would normally have taken me this morning because my mind was just in that space. So those are the big tips. I just want to talk about two more things. One is time blocking, so I've used blank pages, I've used my journal prompts, I've used the Brendan Burchard High Performance Planner and time blocking comes highly recommended by a lot of people, including thinkers that I really respect like Cal Newport. And I found two big benefits to time blocking. One, when I block out the day, I can look at the day that I have planned and see if it's realistic. Your first time, you may not know. And it may take you a little bit but after a little while you start to get used to how you're blocking things and how much time things actually take and i got a sense from blocking when i had too much on my plate for that day when i wasn't being realistic for what i was going to actually be able to get done the other big benefit of blocking is that i got my break in i got my workout in i'd say like okay i've got this meeting at 12 if i'm going to hit a go for a run i need to be out the door at 11 15 i'd block it in 11 15 would roll around and i'd be Lock in my computer and getting up to go and get my workout in midday. And I love working out midday. So this really helps from that perspective. However, as much as there are those two big benefits of time blocking, I don't do it anymore. I have found that I prefer the priority method. Every day, we've got a list of things we need to do. And almost always, there is one thing that is more important than the other things that is the thing that I like to start with because if I only were to do one thing that day, well, it'd be best if it was that thing. Also the most important things are usually the things that I get anxious about, that I stress about. And so by tackling those first, it actually helps the rest of the day move smoothly. I end up being way more productive. And so when I work on the priority method, the time blocks don't matter as much. I just have my list. I make the priority. And then I sit down and try and do it as best I can. So if you've been journaling for a while, great. I've got these prompts out you may want to try. It's one page a day. The first half of the page is for the morning, attention setting. The second half of the page is for the evening, reflecting, assessing how you did, and a few notes to jot down for tomorrow. And those prompts are available at leaderrising.com/U. Dash rising dash prompt. There will be a link in the show notes of this article. If you're just learning how to journal, I actually have something else for you to try. I was talking with a client of mine who has been wanting to start journaling for a while. I have these prompts that are set up for those of us who are more experienced at journaling, who are willing to take a little bit more time. But when you're trying to build a habit and you want to try and keep it to less than two minutes at the get go, then the prompts that I have aren't that great. It takes longer than two minutes. And yet even 30 seconds is worthwhile if you sit down and do it. And so I wanted to create something for him that would be a nice little stepping stone as a way to like get your feet wet into journaling without jumping in whole hog. And so I created these learning to journal prompts where it starts out super simple. In the morning, two prompts. In the evening, two prompts. And then as you move through the month. Just add a little bit at a time to see how it works for you. Those will be at leaderrising.com slash learn to journal. And the link to that will also be in the show notes. Why does this matter? Because you matter and how you show up matters. And if you could do something really small to change how you show up for the better, would you? This is one of those things. It doesn't cost you anything, just a little bit of time a little bit of time that's going to make such an impact on the rest of your day. So if you haven't done it before, I encourage you to give it a try. If you really don't want to, cool. You do you. Until next time, dream big, live bigger.